Hey, Foreclosure Fix family, and welcome to another episode of the Foreclosure Fix podcast, where our goal is to help one million homeowners successfully navigate foreclosure. Now, if this mission resonates with you, please do us a favor, like, subscribe, or share our content with someone who you know can benefit. You can check us out at theforeclosurefix.com or on any listening platform. Today, we are diving into what to do when you are in foreclosure, but it is not your fault. Yes, you can be in foreclosure and it could not be your fault. So a few weeks back, we aired a podcast episode called the top 10 reasons why people are in foreclosure. And I want to go back over those top 10 reasons because we got some comments and some of them were a little bit fiery. But one of the big things that we heard is, what do you do when you're in foreclosure and it's not because of anything you did? So as a recap, the top 10 reasons why we see people in foreclosure are one, unexpected financial hardship, two, an adjustable rate mortgage, three, a lack of financial literacy, four, a property value decline, five, divorce or separation, six, reverse mortgages, seven, scams, eight, a change in the mortgage servicer, nine, a lack of understanding about foreclosure, and 10 is fear. So if you think about situations when you may have done everything right, but you still can be facing foreclosure, what does that look like? We often see this in situations where you have divorce, where you have separation, where you have a business breakup, where an investment you made goes bad, or you have a very challenging family dynamic. So in the cases of divorce or separation, this could be a situation that is court ordered and the judge is saying, hey, you need to sell the property. And one party may be acting very difficult and not allowing the other party to sell as a way to teach the other person a lesson. We see this in separations where you have couples who are partners who may be together and buy assets together, but then they break up and there's not a clear line of sight as to what to do to move forward because they're not necessarily married. And sometimes one person may not have been on title and they may be paying a lot of the bills or most of the bills, or there may be a lot of things tied up in their separation that delays the process for them moving forward with liquidating a house or something like that. You also see in business breakups where a business may have assets, whether it's commercial property or it's residential property, and the two business partners or the three business partners or multiple different partners can't figure out a way to divide those assets and you have to get legal involved. But you could be facing foreclosure because now someone still has to pay the bills on those assets as you all figure out these things. Sometimes this is a very long and drawn out process. So it's not like, oh, it's just two months and we'll figure it out. This could be two, four, six years of legal battles going back and forth. And so it could cause some financial hardships for whoever's trying to front those bills. The next thing we see is when an investment goes bad. And when I say an investment goes bad, you see this a lot right now in the commercial real estate world, but we also see it on the residential side is when you may have been an investor in a deal and it goes belly up, or you may have been the person with the good credit and the, and the full-time job who doesn't have the skills of a handyman. And you may have partnered with somebody to do work on a project where they said 
If you bring the money, they'll do the work. And now the work hasn't been done or the property condition is not one in which will allow you to get your sales price. And so now you're saying, what do you do? It's not your fault. You went into it with good intentions. The last thing we see, especially when we're dealing with estate properties, are challenging family dynamics where you have one or more siblings involved in a situation or one or more parties where you could have somebody who is maybe the spouse of the deceased person and you have children or you have other heirs to the assets and there's just not good communication or there may be, for a lack of a better term, bad blood between individuals. And so it's one of those things where you really have to be mindful that you can find yourself in foreclosure, even if you're doing nothing wrong even if you have great credit, even if you're paying all your bills on time. And so what I want to give you is a blueprint on what to do when you find yourself in that type of situation. The first thing is I want you to reinvent your mindset. And reinventing your mindset means coming to terms with the fact that this situation sucks. It is absolutely okay to have that feeling of why is this happening to me? It is absolutely okay to say this should not be happening to me. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be frustrated, but it is not okay to stay there. You have to move from being angry and upset to getting to acceptance. You know, when we look at the five stages of grief, we have denial, we have anger, we have bargaining, we have depression, we have acceptance. And the faster you can go through those stages and get to acceptance, the better it is for your financial future. And so I understand that bad things can happen to people. I find myself sometimes in situations where I'm like, how can I be in this predicament? And what you have to do is understand that you are in the predicament and accept it and figure out a way to move forward. So reinvent your mindset by going through that grieving process quickly and getting to acceptance. The next thing I want you to do is understand the motives of the other parties involved in the situation. I want you to ask yourself these questions. Do the other parties involved have all the information they need to make the best decision possible? In many situations, we find all the parties are not on the same page because they have not been privy to the same amount of information. One party may know all the details all the bad things going on, all the good things, all the upside the property may have, and the other party is in the dark. And so understanding what information all the parties need to make an informed decision is going to be very, very important. The next question is, was this scenario caused by mistake? So are you in foreclosure because of a mistake? So we see this a lot in the commercial world right now. As interest rates have changed and the market has changed, values of property have gone down. And so people have gotten into deals maybe two, three years ago that now when they're trying to refinance or they're trying to pull money out, they can't do that. The business plan did not go the way they wanted. The business environment has changed. The same thing we see on the residential side is that some properties that were very valuable a few years ago when interest rates were at the 3% mark and 4% mark are not as valuable when interest, interest rates are now at high sevens, mid sevens. 
and things like that. And so is this caused by a mistake that the market change and the market forces are just causing us to be in foreclosure? The other side of that equation, and another thing I want you to ask is, is the party on the other end in need of money? Do they need money? Is that the reason why they are not paying their portion of the bill? And so that's why you're facing foreclosure. Is that the reason why they want to try to extract the most they can from the sale of this property? Or that's the reason why they want to go a different route and have has caused you all to be in foreclosure? Do they need money? And so sometimes understanding if they need money can help you craft a solution that could work better for all parties. In that same vein, I want you to also understand is the person on the other end or the people involved, are they intentionally trying to hurt you? And this is where you have to be very mindful because I see this a lot in business relationships. I see this a lot in divorces and separations where one party is trying to teach the other party a lesson. One party is upset and saying, hey, they may have the financial power in order to wait out a situation longer than the other party. And so they're going to try to teach that party a lesson by draining them financially. Or they are the party who caused the divorce or caused the situation to, to go awry. And now because you have decided to say, I'm not going to accept that and I'm going to move on with my life, they are upset. And so they're going to do everything in their power to make it difficult for you. You have to be very mindful with what information you share with people like this, because you can share information that's detrimental to the outcome that you want. And so in situations like this, you may not want to share the fact that you need money if that is the case, because it could be detrimental. And I definitely want you to seek help if this is your situation. If you feel the party on the other end is trying to hurt you or harm you, whether it be physically or otherwise, obviously, I want you to seek help because it's very, very important that you understand that and you understand what to do. The last thing is, is someone taking advantage of you? And it goes in context with the last question we just asked around, is this person out trying to hurt you? Are they trying to take advantage of you? Do they know if that they, they put you in a in the position where you're going to have to sell to them or you're going to have to take less or you're going to have to um, get less money for the property? That's going to hurt you or it's going to allow them to take advantage of you. And so you have to be very mindful of that. In today's society, you also have to ask yourself the question of, has there been malfeasance? Is what is happening caused by the direct foolishness of one party? Has there been malfeasance? Is this situation something that smells fishy? Did someone try to get over on you? So if you're in a partnership and it's a business situation and you're on the house and you had nothing to do with the construction and then you walk in the house and the construction looks terrible. They didn't put the cabinets in they were going to put. They didn't put the type of appliances and they told you they were going to spend all this money on the house and it looks like they spent significantly less. Is that a situation where you need to get additional assistance from a third party? It sounds like it. And so that is the next step is you want to seek help. If the situation is one in which is cordial, well, I would say use a mediator or use a neutral third party. In particular, if you're working with family members, you may have that sage grandparent, that sage parent, that uncle, aunt who can give you wise counsel. And so if that's the best person who knows the dynamics of the situation to go to, utilize them. But if it's not, definitely utilize an attorney.
And you have to be mindful when you lose utilize an attorney that they do cost. But the other side of that is that to the other party, it can be seen as an escalation of sorts. But it may be a necessary escalation when you're dealing with someone who is not being reasonable. The other thing that you have to think about is that you want to know what your options are from a legal perspective. And so sometimes going to an attorney first could give you all the ammunition you need to make the best decision on how to move forward. The last thing I want you to do when you find yourself in foreclosure, and it's not your fault, is I want you to take a step back and try to understand what can you learn from the situation. When you're in the midst of a battle, it's very hard to do this. I know that every time I think I have the world or life figured out, God has a way of reminding me that I know very little. And so I want you to take a step back and really try to say, okay, what do you need to learn from this experience? Is it that some people are just bad and and mean and evil people? Is it that maybe if you approach a situation a different way, you can get a different result? Is it that patience is what you need in this season? I know for me specifically, when I go through hard or challenging seasons, um, when I'm going through them, it is so difficult to see why I'm dealing with that situation. But on the other end, I am always grateful I went through them. You know, I was thinking about a deal that we were working on and we had been working on a deal for over a year. And I was working on a deal with a business partner and we ultimately did not end up getting the deal. It didn't work out. Um, it would have been a lot of money, but you know, there were some environmental issues with the property and it just did not work out. But we spent over a year really trying to get this deal. And so I was really upset. I was just frustrated that we didn't get the deal. But the good news is that when I go back and look at that situation a few years later, that deal was not meant to happen because me and that business partner no longer work together. So if that deal would have happened, I would have been stuck with that same business partner for numerous years down the road because we would have had that deal together. And so sometimes when you look at situations, you may say, yes, this situation is terrible and I don't know why it's happening to me. But when you can really try to sit down and say, what were you trying to learn in that situation? What were you trying to do in that situation? It helps you so much be able to get to the other side. Now, it's difficult to do in the moment. I'm not going to say it's easy and I'm not going to say I'm very good at it, but hindsight can definitely give you some 2020 vision. The next thing is, what is the best way to move forward? So as you're trying to learn from it, what's the best way to move forward? What's your best next step? And then the last thing is, are you more resilient than you thought? And I think that that's one thing you will find is that you can be significantly more resilient than you thought when you go through these situations. So with that, I want to get us to my favorite part of the podcast, which is the bow tie round. It's where you, our listeners, get to tie one on with your host today, DJ Alojo. The B in bow tie round stands for your best advice for someone facing foreclosure. The O stands for one thing you are grateful for. And the W stands for your wildest or most interesting foreclosure related story. In today's story, the B stands for my best advice. So my best advice for someone facing foreclosure is to understand the motives of all the parties involved in the process. Whether it's the bank, whether it's you know someone else who you're working with, whether it's a business partner, whether it's the attorneys, by understanding the motives and putting yourself in the shoes of those different individuals, you can make the best decision on how to move forward. 
the oh, one thing I'm grateful for today, I am grateful for my wife. Um, she is amazing. I love her so much. And she allows me to not only do this wonderful podcast, but she also supports the vision of the Foreclosure Fix family. And so I'm just so excited to have a great cheerleader in my corner who's pushing me on and rooting on the Foreclosure Fix family to have greater and better success. Um, my wildest or most interesting foreclosure related story today comes from an investor uh, buddy who I was talking to. And this situation is just really, really terrible. So he is dealing with two sisters. And in this scenario, the two sisters inherited a property from their late mother. And when you are dealing with an estate, you typically have one person who is the administrator of the estate. So that person signs off on all the documents and does all that. And so we'll say Susan is the administrator of the estate, but her sister and her sister's name is going to be Karen is not the administrator. And so Karen went to the property after her mother passed away and decided to renovate the property. So she took out the kitchen. She put in new kitchen cabinets. She renovated the house from top to bottom, made it look really, really good. And then she tried to sell it. And you're thinking, oh, that's great. Karen is just a go-getter. She's a hustler. She's going to do what she needs to do. The problem is, is that Karen never told her sister, Sarah, about it at all. And so Sarah is there paying the mortgage every month, trying to figure out all the estate documents, grieving from the loss of her, her, of her mother, while Karen is over there working on the property. And then Karen goes to try to sell the property. But as you all know, you can't sell a property without all the legal documentation. And so Sarah would have to be the one to sign off on the property. And so Sarah finds out, obviously she's frustrated, she's upset, and just really is, is mad that her sister would do this. And so her sister, to spite her, actually allows her son to move into the property and basically squat in the property. And so now the two sisters are quarreling. They can't sell the property. And the only people who are about to make a lot of money are the attorneys. And so sister A, who is Sarah, who is the administrator, now has to evict her nephew from the property. And then after evicting the nephew, then can go about the process of selling it. And so she's going to spend money on the attorneys to evict. She's already spent money battling with her sister. And it's just become a big, big mess. And all this is going on while she's fronting the bill every month for a property she doesn't live in and doesn't technically own. And so as a result, she is almost facing foreclosure because she's trying to pay for two houses and attorneys. And who's winning? No one is winning but the attorneys. They're getting paid left and right. And so uh, what that story highlights is one, that family dynamics can be challenging. You know, I can't make up these stories. They're, they're sad. They are awful. And family dynamics can be so challenging. So I want you to always keep in mind. The other thing I want to say is that if you need help, seek an attorney. They can definitely help you. But be mindful, they can be expensive. And if you're facing foreclosure, your best bet is to move forward as quickly as possible and try to get to a resolution. With that, y'all, that brings us to the end of another podcast episode. If the mission of the Foreclosure Fix family resonates with you, please share, like, subscribe, and check us out at the foreclosurefixpodcast.com. Until next time, I love you, God bless you, and I'll see you soon. Take care. 
The views and opinions on this podcast are for informational purposes only and should not be construed as legal advice. If you have a specific legal question, we highly recommend you contact a qualified legal professional.